Welcome forward now. You're listening to the Millionaire's Roundtable. I am your host, Lynn Richardson, here on KBLA Talk 1580. And we are creating millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one dollar at a time, and one dime at a time. And that means you. The harvest is here. The time is now. I am always so excited to talk to you about the things that you need to do to get your money straight, to go to the next level. Um, But guess what? We are all building a foundation together and we are all at the same place grinding. Okay, that's what it is. Everybody's grinding. We're all trying to figure out what streams of income am I going to have in place in order to sustain my lifestyle? What wealth tools am I going to invest in in order to get my money to grow? How am I going to spend less money, get more money and get my money back? Well, guess what? We're still talking about it all right here on the Millionaire's Roundtable. So in a previous episode, I started to talk about the stair steps to wealth. Uh, And we got through uh, several of the items, but we still have quite a few more to go. One was to spend less money. You've heard me talk about that. Two was to get more money. We talked about income streams. We talked about the different kinds of income that you need. You need four different types of income. You need income from employment. Uh, You need income from self-employment. You need income from business ownership. And you also need income from investments, passive income streams, money that you make while you sleep. The third thing was to get your money back because some people are looking for money, but all you have to do is go and get the money back that you already spent. And you can do that when you have a home-based business, which is one of the reasons why everybody needs a home-based business. The fourth thing that we talked about was planning for retirement planning for retirement, basically making your money grow. Money will work harder for you than you can ever work for it. So we've still got to get ourselves to that space where we uh, believe and trust that money can work harder for us than we can ever work for it. And so in number four, and I just want to carry this on a little bit longer before I go on to stair step number five. In number four, you want to ensure, make sure, that you are taking your extra money and you are putting it into a 401k either at your job or that you're creating your own 401k, okay, with your own mutual funds. And you want to learn how to choose the mutual funds that outperform the S&P 500. Now, I'm going to talk more extensively about that in a whole nother episode, but that is the goal. And if you don't know how to do that, you need to go to askland.org, get enrolled in how to invest in the, in the stock market so that you can learn what a bull market is, what a bearish market is, and all those things. Of course, I'm going to talk about it. We've got a whole lot to talk about. Well, I'm not ending right now, but we are going to get to all those things. I want you to stay stuck on this idea. However, for everybody out there who's self-employed and you are trying to figure out if you're going to do an IRA or if you're going to do a solo 401k, let me tell you. If you do a solo 401k, you get the benefits of the IRA and then some, okay? If you do a solo 401k, you have the ability to put up to $64,500 each year into your solo 401k. Now, why would you want to do that? If you're a self-employed business owner and you're making a couple of hundred thousand dollars, which is a great salary, I'm encouraging you to put as much into your 401k as possible. Why? Because 
it's going to be an automatic decrease in your tax bill, okay? So if I'm making money and I don't know what to do with it other than spend it, and I'm trying to figure out how to be strategic with it, I'm going to put it into uh, instruments that will at least help me pay less taxes. But the beautiful thing about your solo 401k is you can borrow against it if and when you need to. You can borrow against it um, if there's uh, a medical issue, if there, if you are buying your first home, if you're buying a home, your primary residence. There are all these things that you get to do with the money, which is why you not only want to put it there for tax purposes so you can save money today, but also so that you can strategize and make that money grow in a very, very, very smart way. Okay, so that's so important. Now, if you are not a sole proprietor, if you are uh, working for someone then I want you to know, and I'm going to deal with this on Tax Talk Thursday. I'm going to give you a several, several things that you can, um, where you can save on taxes. But one of the things that you can do is you still have until April 15th of 2022, you still have until April 15th of 2022 to put money into your IRA. And you can put up to $6,000 uh, in your 401k, I mean, in your IRA, in your IRA, up to $6,000, and that's a combination of your IRA and your Roth IRA. But if you are 50 or older, now, I let me tell y'all, I'm in the group where everything is now, you can do this if you're this age. I'm like, oh, Jesus, help us out. Anyway, if you're 50 or over, you get an extra $1,000 to catch up, so you can put $7,000 in there. Now, why would you want to do that? Because you've got to ask yourself this question. Do you want to put the money it's something that could grow for you, or do you want to give it to the IRS? You've got a choice, okay? So these are a few things that can help you make that money grow. Uh, we are moving on to stair step number five. Stair step number five is protect your assets and protect your wealth. Protection is everything. And remember, these stair steps are not in any order. So I recommend that you do step five immediately today with whatever you have. And the first place that we're going to discuss protection of assets and protection of wealth is your life insurance. We must get life insurance. Life insurance is the single most overlooked, the single most underutilized area for wealth building within the black community and communities of color. Let me tell you why. Because everybody's gonna leave here one day. Everybody's going to leave here one day. So guess what? If you have life insurance, if you have a plan in place for your life insurance, then you can pass on millions of dollars in wealth to your children, your children's children, and so on and so forth. I want you to get this. Okay, we've got to stop dying and leaving the next generation with nothing but a casket to lie in, try to get in with us when we go. Everybody want to jump in the casket with you. We cry and we have grief and we have bills. Grief is inevitable, but bills and poverty do not have to be. You know what? KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Okay, you know, we've got so much to deal with as it relates to uh, where we are um, as a community, as a people, um, as a movement, um, as a new era, um, the, the generations after the baby boomers, even still some of the baby boomers, with what we're going to do with our wealth. Um, and on these stair steps, um, and we're not doing them in any order, 
Um, it, this is probably the most significant stair step, and this is the one where you have the most guaranteed power, and it is in protecting your wealth, protecting your assets, and there are many areas. The first is life insurance, and to uh, help me talk about this, and our friend, your legend, our icon, the voice of everything from the NAACP to the BET to the uh, uh, ETT, whatever that is. She is the voice of it all. Uh, welcome. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're just going to make up stuff. Welcome to the Roundtable, MC Light. How are you today? Doing well, thank you so much. I've got to have the office check on ETT. We got to that, <laughs> yeah, she she the voice of the NBA, the CTA. Any any letters, any initials that you got out there? She is the voice of it all. But um, so light, um, you know, you and I have been talking about this for well over a decade. We've been building and elevating your brand. Um, you have you are doing everything now. As a matter of fact, congratulations. I hear that you are shadowing uh, right now, directing, I, I should say, um, a, a, a very popular show that's coming out. We're not going to tell everybody what it is yet. Um, congratulations also on your season two of Partners in Rhyme um, that is on All Black. Uh, we're excited about that. But with all Thank of this, you. yes, yes, with all of this, we are building legacy. Talk to us about your perspective on life insurance and why we as a community absolutely positively have to get this right. Absolutely. Well, first off, again, Lynn, I know that when we spoke before, I congratulated you on joining the cast of wonderful radio hosts there. Uh, so I just want to say again, thank you for joining us we in Los Angeles, California. Yes, yes, yes this level of empowerment and knowledge to the people. And so as it relates to uh, insurance, I definitely think it is a vital part of what one needs to do when they're getting their house in order. And that doesn't just mean, you know, the physical house you live in, but it's everything. And although I put a lot of emphasis on healthcare and nutrition and the things that we put in our body, we also have to understand as each day goes on, we're getting older. And I know a lot of people don't like to talk about, um, you know, what it means for them to move on from this earth and leave their loved ones behind. But the day will come when that happens. And I have been hearing, you know, um, most recently, a few older wise women who have put their homegoing uh, arrangements together and I know it must have been weird for them and also weird for their family members but the truth is you it, either you put it together or it won't be put together or it'll be put together in a way that wouldn't really reflect who you are as a person living and so I think it's unfair for us to move around this earth knowing that one day it will you know death will happen and we're not prepared. We don't have any life insurance, life insurance in place for those uh, who we love to be left to tangle and wrangle up dollars to give us a home going, um, which to me is just the small end of the end of it all. Is thinking about the, you know, the service that will have to be put on. 
I'm talking about the ability to leave your family with more than they've ever had in their entire lives. Like, who wants to miss out on that opportunity? And it's so funny. I remember one of the very first times I went to to discuss life insurance with a broker. Um, He was a Caucasian man. And he was trying to uh, sell me on a type of insurance that, you know, I could count on when I got older. But it really didn't leave anything for my family members. And I'm like, no, us as a people, we don't work like that. We, We want to take care of those who have raised us and who have loved us and who have adored us and given us everything that we have and really taken care of us from the time that we were born. We want to take care of them. And this is a prime example of how it is that we can do that along with all of the people that are younger than us. Because as I've learned from you, Lynn, people don't necessarily leave here in the order in which they came. Sometimes a daughter will go before a mother. Sometimes a son will go before uh, their parents. And so I think it's um, I think it's wise to just have your house in order. And one of those things, you know, outside of a trust and, you know, all of the things that you need to have in place is definitely life insurance. Yeah, well, I mean, life insurance is the is the is the center. It's the it's the foundation. It is the 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 nucleus. Uh, It is the uh, basics, you know, of the entire estate. I mean, you know, the truth is most of us who are listening to this right now have the ability to pass on a massive amount of wealth to our family um, and to, to our children and to their children and so on and so forth. I think one of the things that we get stuck on is we don't want somebody else to have more than we had. You know, I've heard people say that. Well, I had to work, so they need to work too. Um, the other issue is we are never uh, really comfortable with the idea that someone uh, after us or our heirs after us might choose to do other things with the wealth that we don't agree with. And the truth is, we've got a solution for that, too. It's called an estate plan. And, you know, I often say when other cultures experience a death in the family, yes, there is grief. Um, But when they are at the funeral, they look mighty dignified because they are going to the estate (laughs) meeting on Monday morning. And most times we just get a stake, S-T-E-A-K, at the repast. And, and then it's over. And then there's the fighting over the, the furniture and the coats and the jewelry and so on and so forth. But we have real me- wealth that we can amass and we can talk about. You know, like we, I also want us to deal with some of the things that we can actually say in that estate plan because we actually have power and we don't talk enough about money. But when we start to have these conversations, we realize just how much power we really have. And if you stop and if you take the time and if you get the right people on the phone and if you set up your meeting, if we made uh, our money and our wealth as much of a priority as the Big Jam, you know, concert, 
when it comes to town, if we made it as much of a priority as Christmas shopping, if we made it as much of a priority as even we get dressed up for Easter, how about we get dressed up for life? The harvest is here and the time is now. The power is in our hands. The harvest is here. The time is now. I keep saying that because folks are looking for it and it's right here. Uh, one of the laws of abundance says that everything that you need to be successful is right there. It's called the law of recognition. It is right here before you merely waiting on you to recognize it. And um, to that end, uh, Light, you are here with us. So glad you're here on the roundtable today. We're talking about stair step number five, um, these stair steps to wealth. One was to spend less money. Two was to get more money. Three was to uh, get your money back. Four was to make your money grow, plan for retirement. And there are all kinds of elements to that. This is number five, protect your assets and protect your wealth. And right now we're talking about protecting a generation. We're talking about protecting your future. We're talking about projecting your dynasty. Like I told my daughters, I remember a couple years ago when we did this, um, uh, this talk on money, and, I, and I'm building a dynasty. I have three daughters. Sydney, Taylor, and Kennedy are going to inherit what will be um, generations and generations of, of wealth that they will have stewardship over and that there will be governance over. So the governance piece is the part. So like you said, you want to take care of your family. You've got your mom, you've got your dad, you've got nieces, you've got folks who you love. And so if and when that time comes and the people that you want to take care of are still here, in the estate plan, you can direct what happens to those funds. You can say you get X amount of dollars for X number of years, you get X amount for school. You get you don't get anything until you go to school. You can make all kinds of decisions about what happens. It doesn't just have to be a lump sum that gets squandered away um, in a generation. Absolutely. And I, I love that you can have autonomy over how it is that you want it to go. It's not I think, you know, I think uh, people perish for uh, ignorance. And what I mean by that is people have heard things about life insurance. And you know how you and I feel about they said and they did and who is the they and what do they really know? Oh my God. And, and so for, for most, they don't really know the nuances and uh, of life insurance and how personalized you can actually make the outcome when you get involved with your estate and you plan it out properly. Uh, so I, I think for the most part, um, the way that you have it with your children and I, you know, because I know you, I know the detail around it. I think that's fantastic. Um, and I think other people need to know that it's not just if I die, somebody comes up. Um, and we ought to be a better people than that anyway. We want our people to come up. And even if there are lessons that you want someone to learn and you don't want just a pile of money dropped in their lap, then that's up to you and your responsibility level to designate uh, how it is that this money will be given to your heirs. And I, I think it's the right thing to do. Yeah, it's um, and, and it's not just your 
children. I mean, because clearly if you've got children, you want some things in place. But what about, like you said, you know, attorney Deidre Stokes, um, who uh, wrote uh, one of the books that uh, is at New Wealth University uh, with myself, um, Estate Planning Made Simple, Building Your uh, Financial Brand Starts With Having a Plan. And she says all the time, as you said, people don't leave here all the time in the order in which they came. She says people do not die in chronological order. It was very important for me, like, while I was grinding, while I was mm -hmm. still trying to make it, while I was mm -hmm. still trying to get to my breakthrough. And, and let me be clear, we're all still grinding. We all still have more breakthroughs to attain. Uh, hey, <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's, it's, yeah, it's always something else. It's like, okay, great, wonderful. You did that, but now you want to do something else. Um, because anything that stops growing starts dying. And she says often, you know, people don't die in chronological order. And so I wanted something in place to take care of Grandma B if I left here before her. I wanted something in place to take care of um, my parents, uh, my husband, his parents, um, his grandmother. Um, because when you are the breadwinner or when you are the rainmaker, um, you know, so many people have left here and they are basically, this is your dog in the fight. I am your dog in the fight. Okay. If we go, if we got a game and we trying to play Lynn Richardson, I am the dog in the fight for my family. And many mm. of us are, of us are in light. I mean, we came from humble beginnings, me in Chicago, you in New York, but you are that dog in the fight. And so if your family is going to win, if our families are going to win, it behooves us to help them do that. Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, we've come too far to find reasons not to bless people. And the truth is, God is trying to use us every chance that he gets. But it's only, you know, that term, block your blessings. I, you know, I hear a lot of people say it to other people, don't block your blessings. But the truth is, don't block your blessings. Like, I don't want to block my blessings. And I just want to follow the word of God and obey. And so if, if you are hearing this broadcast and it is heavy on your heart or you feel convicted in some type of way, that means you need to move on this and find yourself an insurance broker that you can trust, that you can, you know, take advice from because you trust them and really start to devise a plan of how it is that you will leave your family better off than they are right now. I that, think that's, le that's legendary. Now, don't die and don't do nothing. Woo! You, get to, you know, I've been to a lot of funerals. Wait, wait. I want I want you to hold that. We got to hold that. This is so good. That's a, this is so good. The harvest is here. The time is now. And light is bringing it. She is bringing it. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Welcome forward. Now, this is the Millionaire's Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580. And this is Lynn Richardson. And we are creating millionaires one family at a time. One day at a time, one dollar at a time, and one dime at a time. And that means you. The harvest is here and the time is now. I'm going to keep saying it because this is your season to win. Uh, we are talking about the stair steps to wealth. This is part three of a broader series. I thought I was going to be able to do it all in one episode, but I wasn't able to. And it's okay because I'm not rushing through this uh, because you deserve to have 
all of what it is that um, is available to you. So one was spend less money, two was get more money, number three was get your money back, number four was plan for retirement, make your money grow, number five was protect your assets, and here we are on number six, buy real estate. The meek shall inherit the land and enjoy peace. Great peace, not just peace, great peace. That's what the Bible says. So um, own where you live. Now let's talk about I did an episode on the Steve Harvey show with a young lady who wanted single mom, wants to buy a home, limited resources. Uh, she was spending, I believe it was $1,200 a month on rent. And so if she was spending $1,200 a month on rent, that meant in a year's time, she was spending $14,400. Now, I may be incorrect. So for those of you who follow me and you know everything that I've done and I've forgotten, it might have been a little bit more. I'm just going to say she was spending $1,200, but I think it was more like $1,500 because as I think about it now, uh, during that episode, uh, it was about $19,000 annually, annually that she was spending on rent. So let me just retract my statement. Let me just say she was spending $1,500 because I do not remember the exact amount. I am live here right now in real time. I did not do all of my research, but you're going to get the point anyway. Okay. So don't sue me. <laughs> so she was spending $1,500 a month on rent, $18,000 a year. And so what I showed her is how she could get approved for a mortgage. She could buy a duplex in Chicago. They're called two flats. In other parts of the country, they're called a duplex. Um, and so whatever it is in your area, it is one building with two separate living spaces, complete total living spaces, okay? A three flat is one building with three separate living spaces, spaces and a four flat has four separate living spaces. So it could be in your community, a duplex, a triplex or a quad, whatever you want to call it. I told her, get a two flat or a duplex in someplace like Chicago or Atlanta where the prices are reasonable. You may be able to buy this piece of property for two, $300,000. You live in one unit and you rent out the other unit. The other unit the rent that you collect on it is going to pay the entire mortgage for the entire building. And you will have some extra money left over, which you are going to save. You're not going to spend that money. You're going to save it. You're going to put that money to the side. So you get a duplex for $300,000. Um, the mortgage payment on it is $1,500, $1,600. Principal, interest, taxes, and insurance. And you are going to rent it out for $2,500. Okay? Uh, make sure it has enough bedrooms so that the rental uh, market is in alignment with what you're going to charge. Um, you can rent it out to someone on Section 8. And I have an investor who rents primarily to teachers and nurses. That's what he does. 
He says, they will always have a job. They always pay their rent. I was like, wow. And he rents to Section 8 tenants because even during the pandemic, when people couldn't pay their rent, Section 8 still paid rent on behalf of their tenants. So, um, and this is a fictitious scenario. I'm not giving you exact numbers. What I am doing is showing you opportunity, okay? The opportunity of a lifetime must be seized during the lifetime of the opportunity, all right? So you can do this. You can buy a duplex, a triplex, or a quad, two flat, three flat, three flat, or four flat as a first-time home buyer with only 3% down. The harvest is here and the time is now, but you don't want to miss this. You need to take action. You need to go to askland.org if you are unsure about what your options are. Hi, I'm financial expert Lynn Richardson. You may have seen me on Good Morning America, The Steve Harvey Show, or Get Up Mornings with Erica Campbell. Guess what? Did you know you can get your money back if you hire your kids? You can get your money back if you go out to eat? You can get your money back if you go on a vacation. Well, guess what? In my book, Get Your Money Back, Tax Deductions You Never Know About, I'm going to teach you how you can get your money back with your home-based business legally, ethically, and all with the permission of the IRS. Just go to askglenn.org. The harvest is here. The time is now. We're talking about the stair steps to to wealth, the stair steps to wealth. And um, this is... Stair step number six. Number one was spend less money. Number two was get more money. Number three was get your money back. Number four was plan for retirement. Make your money grow. Don't miss this, everybody. Everybody's out here getting lit, turning up, doing whatever you're doing. But you're going to need some money later on in life. See, while you are working, you get a paycheck. But when you don't want to work or can't work, you need a play check. P-L-A-Y-C-H-E-C-K. You're going to need a play check. So while you are out here doing your thing, having a good time, put some money to the side and make it grow. And if you don't know how to do that, go to school. That's all I got to say. And many of us are in financial kindergarten and it's okay because eventually we're going to get through elementary school, high school, college, and then graduate school. And then you'll get to the PhD level and you'll understand how money works, how it moves, and you will control money. It will no longer control you. That's what you want. That's what you want. I'm, I'm so um, tired of seeing my people suffer, uh, not able to sleep, um, stressed out, going to work, going to jobs every day that you don't like um, because you just need the money. You're not going because you want to do it. You're going because you don't need the money. Now, there you're going to have to do some things that you don't want to do to get where you're trying to go. I'm not saying, I'm certainly not telling you to quit your job. Don't do that. All I'm saying is you want to have options. And when you learn to make your money grow, then the options become that much more available to you. We're talking about buy, uh, buying real estate, number six. So I've taught this young lady how to get approved for a mortgage. She didn't think she'd get approved. She said her credit score was only 640. And let me tell you all one lie I want you all to stop believing. They keep telling you that the higher your credit score, the better your interest rate. That is a flat foot, ball-faced lie. It is not the truth. You can get the same credit score or you can get the same interest rate if you have a 640 credit score as someone who has an 800 credit score. 
you can get the same interest rate because there are programs that are not rate driven. Let me repeat. There are programs that are not rate driven. And if you don't know what that means, go to buyahomewithlynn.info, take the class so you can get to the next level. So it's a complex process. It's not something I could tell you in one show or even um, a hundred shows because everybody's home buying DNA is different. When you go through the home buying process, they're going to look at your specific details and you're going to have loan conditions and the conditions are contingent upon what you presented to the underwriter. So it is a complex process, but it is not an impossible process. And I've helped many people along the path to homeownership who thought they could not buy, who also, more importantly, were told you cannot get approved. Denied many times. The harvest is here. The time is now. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Welcome forward now. This is the Millionaire's Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580. And this is Lynn Richardson. And we are creating millionaires one family at a time, one day at a time, one dollar at a time and one dime at a time. And that means you. The harvest is here. The time is now. So what is the action of the hour? See, we don't want to be all talk and no action. You know, that, that was the thing we said uh, when we were younger, you know, on the playground. And there was somebody who uh, had a big mouth. You say, you know what? She's all talk and no action. We definitely do not want this to be an all talk and no action um, era. We don't want this to be an all talk, no action station. We don't want this to be an all talk, no action show. And we do not want this to be an all talk, no action life. So the action of the hour, like, what would you say? Because you know, the truth is when I started working with you, although you were open to everything, but there were things you didn't know. And so when we started working together in 2012, uh, over 10 years ago, and you said all the things that you wanted. And I remember at our first planning meeting, we had this long list and it didn't look like we were ever going to get through it. But I remember specifically when uh, I think it was year two or year three at the top of year two, we had checked off everything on the list. Now, there were still things, seeds that we planted that needed to grow um, and that needed to mature. But the truth is we were able to get most of the things in place. What would you say to someone? What is the first action that they need to take in order to start um, to live in the in the vision that they see for themselves and their family and, and their and their and their community? Well, I mean, the first thing I think of is the master plan. I think of getting involved and taking one of those classes at New Wealth University. In, in totality, you're going to need everything. But if you're just starting out, um, I would want to devise a plan. And, and this way, your strategy will be on point. You'll know what works for you, what doesn't work for you, what's reality versus the world you've been living in as it relates to your finances uh, making a budget. I mean, there's, there's so many places you can start from, but I would go with the master plan and that's, you know, working the plan so that you know every sector of your life, where it is, the status of where it is now and what it needs to, 
what needs to happen to bring it into the space where you would feel happy. You know, I am so glad you said that. Um, and, and what you're referencing, the master achievement plan, I call it a map. And um, you use this map like you would use any map. It's going to guide you. It's going to be your navigation system for where you're going. You already know the destination. Um, I, I live in Los Angeles. I've been in Los Angeles for seven years, eight years. And, you know, when I'm in Chicago, I know where everything is. Um, but when I'm in Los Angeles, I've got to know, I know where I'm going, but I've got to put a plan in place called my iPhone and the navigation and a little lady that's talking. So this master achievement plan is similar in that it is going to give you a blueprint for how to map it out because most people like don't know how to create a plan. Now we know how to plan a card party. We know how to plan a, a birthday party. We know how to plan a wedding. We know how to plan um, a going away party. We know how to plan all of that. But when it comes to our lives, I think it gets a little more complex because we're so afraid to make a mistake. So I want mm. you to know and understand there is a community of people out here and this community of people are serious. They are in classes. They are uh, taking daily online coaching. And guess what? The harvest is here and the time is now. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. So what's the word of the hour? What is the word of the hour? I'm going to say this is the word of life. This is the word uh, for this new uh, elevation that you, you are aspiring um, towards. And it is, um, the Bible says that a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. Um, a good woman leaves an inheritance to her children's children. Um, the meek shall inherit the land and enjoy peace. Um, plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Now, let me just start out with the overarching word. A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. I want you to just, if you went back, go back in the Bible and, and you, we all know, even if you don't go to church, you know, we pretty much know how all of this got here. If you believe in the word and God created the, you know, day separated it from night and he called it good. And God made the animals and called them good. And then God made man and said, it is not good. For man to be alone. So then he made a woman and we were to um, basically populate the earth um, and enjoy peace. Well, here's the deal. The good part is what I'm talking about. So when God created something and it was good, then it was complete and it was whole. And so a good man, a good woman leaves an inheritance to his or her children's children. That is what completes you. That is what makes you whole. It's not just the grind out here. The grind is only a part of it. The grind is only, uh, it's not even half the game. When I was broke as all get out, I'm talking all get out, I had life insurance and an estate plan. And this was my philosophy. I don't have anything today, but if I don't wake up tomorrow, my children will have everything that I was aspiring towards, everything that I was hoping for, everything that I was praying for, everything that I was grinding for. And that's what gave me peace. When I went to sleep at night, I knew 
that nothing is going to get in the way of the vision that I see for my family financially, not even me. I can't get in my own way because I had enough life insurance, but more importantly, I had a plan for what happens. I had a plan for making sure there was enough money for Grandma B if she had to go to a nursing home. I had a plan to make sure my kids could go to college, to make sure the house could be paid off, to make sure my husband, if he outlived me and or vice versa, that we could still function and grief would not silence us. Guess what? Go to asklin.org. The harvest is here and the time is now.